What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I am your host, C.S. Joseph. Today's question is, how can an INFJ multitask between uh, things by themselves? And short answer is, they really can't. And that's how you set them up for failure. Like, if you're trying to get them fired, naturally. But, like, let's actually examine, like, why this is. Okay, they're anti-hero. They're really focused on one thing at a time. They're also affiliative. They're supposed to be working with a team. Okay, already, they're already set up for failure ask, asking them to split their focus. And especially when you have extroverted thinking uh, trickster, it makes that even more difficult because from their perspective, they can pull that off, but they really, really can't. Even an INTJ would not actually allow themselves to be in that particular situation because... They already know they're going to procrastinate. They already know they're not going to be able to achieve it. And because they're not achieving it and they're not going to achieve it, they're not going to put themselves in that position to be set up for failure. And that's the big problem. But an INFJ doesn't have extroverted thinking parent to kind of get in the way of that. It's more of they, they more have this perspective of, you know, like what the Bible says about Jesus, you know, an INFJ. Oh, he is all things to all people right? All things to all people. You ever heard of that before, you church folk? Well, the thing is, is that all things to all people, when an INFJ ends up going into an organization, right? When they're going into the corporate world, right? When they're in the corporate world, there's a lot of issues that are related to that. And the issue is that it's like, oh, hey, I am in this business now, but, you know, I'm this fixer and I got to fix all these problems because I can see all these problems with my TI child. And I care so much and I want to be the most useful tool in the tool shed. So what am I going to do? I'm going to stretch myself too thin and then, oh, there's a crack. I'm going to fill in that crack. Oh, there's another crack. I'm going to fill in that crack. Oh, there's another crack. I'm going to fill in that crack. You know, and all of a sudden they become entirely stretched too thin that they end up becoming worthless and useless as an employee within the context of this organization. If you want to fire the INFJ that you just hired, all you have to do is manage them poorly. And you manage them poorly by giving them multiple projects to do at the same time and causing them to split their focus. And then to even up the ante even more, you make them work alone because they're affiliative. They're supposed to be optimizing teams. They're supposed to be with teams. Like, what the hell? Why do that? Seriously, why do that? And that's, that's not appropriate. That's not going to work, right? That's just going to fail. So I don't recommend that. I really, really don't recommend that. So INFJs, like, if you're watching this, like, if you're really working for a business and management is expecting you to do multiple projects at the same time and do it by yourself, you're going to ultimately fail. You have to be part of a team. Now, granted, I am uh, kind of a hypocrite in this area. As one of my uh, business associates and one of my employees would actually uh, point out to me, I actually personally have a problem with that. I'm a starter type, and I end up being like, hey, let's start this thing. Oh, let's start this project. Let's start this project. Let's start this project. And I just completely and utterly overwhelm all of the INFJs on the team. 
even with how I communicate with them, when I should be spoon feeding that information. Like honestly, like there have been t- like when it comes to INFJs, I already know deep down that I am a bad manager. I, I just know it. I'm a bad manager, and that's why I got to learn delegation a lot more. My delegation skills could be better, and. Honestly, the more stress that I have in my life, I've come to realize it's really as a result of a lack of delegation on my part as a manager, right? So that's why you know I bring on other people to manage for me because I'm just that bad until I can find you know a, a nice book or something that teaches me proper delegation skills or leadership skills. Because that's what I need. That's what I need ultimately. I need that like kind of more than anything, especially to be able to bring my business to the next level in terms of how I utilize my, my, my human resources. So whenever there's an opportunity for me to actually just focus the INFJ, sometimes focusing the INFJ on your team, who is your employee, okay, what you have to do as a manager is you're aware of all these other projects. You're aware of all these other things, but don't talk about it. Just store it up on your notes, store it up in your head or whatever. Don't talk about it at all all. Just don't. Just don't do it. And instead, talk about what is relevant now or what is immediately relevant to the INFJ and get them to focus on just one project at a time and also to do it with team members so they're not doing it by themselves. That way they have accountability. That way they're not procrastinating. That way they're getting the job done. Because even giving deadlines to an INFJ is not really going to help. It's just not going to help because Instead, by them be working on a team, they don't want to let their team down, so they're going to work harder. And the fact that they don't have a split focus allows them to use their anti-hero to focus, laser focus, on that one thing relating to that specific project, right? And then as a result, your INFJ will become the, one of the most successful, if not one of the most top-performing uh, employees within your organization. That's what you have to do. And that's what I've been learning a lot about recently, especially as... Uh, one of uh, the guys on my team heavily criticized me for this uh, recently, and he was absolutely right. And I'm very thankful for that criticism. Without that criticism, I probably wouldn't have been able to uh, answer this question as uh, accurately and as succinctly as I have been able to, uh, given that I have specific anecdotes that apply directly to me where I'm the one actually making the mistake. I'm the one at risk of setting up the INFJs in my life for failure, which really sucks. It sucks for them. It sucks for me. I should not be setting up people for failure. And sure, it's unintentional. It is unintentional. But here's the thing. The road to hell is paved with good intentions, something Templar types need to realize, but also something Crusader types like myself need to realize as well, especially because Crusaders are traditionally bad at management. I mean, look at, look at Steve Jobs. I mean, was he a good manager? Nope. Nope. And, you know, if you find yourself in a management situation and you're having INFJs on your team and you're still, like, struggling and you're having the struggle and you're actually still stretching them too thin because they're just going to find problems and they're going to try to fill in those problems by default and they will actually spread themselves too thinly themselves, in order to really, really maintain their focus, honestly, hire an ESTJ and put the ESTJ in charge of your INFJs. That'll really, really help because the ESTJ will remember everything, catalog everything, and hide the things from the INFJs that they don't need to know. That way, there's this need-to-know basis that, protect, that protects their focus, protects their, uh, you know, uh, their ability to work on a team you know, from an accountability perspective. Why? Because deadly sin of wrath and self-accountability is part of deadly sin of wrath. And INFJs do have deadly sin of wrath. 
And because of that deadly sin of wrath and that accountability, adding on additional accountability from the part of a ESTJ middle manager, for example, actually could increase their effectiveness, right? This is a situation where the flat model of business management may not necessarily work because of just how affiliative INFJs are and being able to optimize their productivity on your team. So yeah, that was basically a roundabout way of saying that, uh, yeah, never have an INFJ work on multiple projects and do it by themselves. That's like actually stupid. And they will end up failing and then you will blame them for the failure even though it was your fault that set them up for failure because you were the jackass who decided it was a good idea to assign multiple projects to them and have them do it by themselves. That is egregious. That is wrong. That is not how you manage INFJs in a business or work setting or even a nonprofit setting or any setting for that matter. Just, just don't do it. It's wrong. It's not going to work. It's going to fail every time. And what's worse, they fail, and then you blame them for the failure. Do you think their SI demon is going to like you very much? Do you think their SI demon is going to stick around? They're going to leave, okay? They're going to leave. Probably why a lot of INFJs that I've worked with in the past who have worked for me have ultimately left the team because I would continue to fail in this area over and over and over, which sucks, and I'm very sorry about that, so... All right, folks, uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, thanks for watching and listening. Like and subscribe, and I'll see you guys next time.